Hello, and welcome to Yara's Haunt. I am Yara, and I am here to share with you stories of the horrific, strange, bizarre, and terrifying. Let us go then, together, into a realm of fear. I promise to bring you back safely. Couldn't he just leave me alone for a little while? He always came right when I was settling down from the last thing he asked me to do. I had poured myself a glass of coke and sat down. My head was pounding. Last night was a whirlwind. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Part of me regretted going... The hell you want now, huh? Annoyed that he wanted me so quickly, I got up and looked around for a piece of paper to write a note. I tore out a piece of paper from my binder and began writing. What do you want? I let my left hand pick up a red pen to contrast my black one held in my right hand. I closed my eyes and let him write. Watch your neighbor through the window. What am I watching for? I didn't bother asking him why I should. I knew he wouldn't give me an answer anyway. He has a cat. I sighed. Scratchy was getting to be a little troublesome. He didn't like cats. Whenever I saw one, Scratchy made my hand seize up and dig my nails into the heel of my palm until I looked away. I was pretty sure he wanted Matt's cat six feet under the ground. Scratchy made my hand twitch. I could tell he wanted me to do something. He just wasn't clear enough in his direction for me. Scratchy made it twitch again. I put my hand back to the paper and closed my eyes again. I looked back to the paper and sighed. I hate it. Make it go, make it go, make it go. My hand stopped writing. I left the pen there for a little while, just in case he had anything else to write. But it seemed like he was done. And I gently put both the red and black one back in their case and back into the drawer. Scratchy did have good penmanship. Better than mine, actually. But the furniture was starting to look old and shabby from all the scratch marks he made on it. I'm starting to think my leg will scar up from his antics. I used to get fingernail clippers in the house, but he made me throw them away. The only reason my nails weren't disturbingly long was because Scratchy was so aggressively scraping things. Quit it, Scratchy! I'm enjoying my coke! Fine, I'll get the damn cat. He stopped and quieted down a bit. I waited with my face lightly pressed against the window for my neighbor Brandon to drive away in his old jeep. Scratchy gently played with my fingers, tinkling them against the glass in a hypnotic rhythm. Brandon finally pulled out of the driveway after about half an hour. My forehead was starting to get cold from the glass. I started to get drowsy, and I let Scratchy go to work. Next thing I remember, I was standing on Brandon's porch with glass stuck in my right hand. I wish Scratchy would leave that one alone. He could have the left, but the right one should have been mine. Sometimes, he was stupid and downright clumsy. I looked around, seeing if there was any other damage to me. I seemed to be okay. Brandon's sliding glass door was broken, though. That would explain the glass and the pain in my hand. Just inside the house, I saw his cat sprawled out on the hardwood floor, with a sizable shard of the door between her eyes. I sighed. I like that cat. I walked back across his yard and hopped the fence, being very careful to use my left hand instead of my usual right. When I arrived back in my kitchen, I took out some gauze and tweezers. I winced and tenderly picked out the two pieces of glass in my palm and sterilized it. The glass wasn't in deep and I was glad for that. 
It would take a little time to heal, but with the bandages, I could probably keep it from scarring. I'd know in two or three weeks, but I could wait. When I got back to my chair, the ice in my drink had melted. An hour had passed since I last sat down, but he seemed content for the moment, so I downloaded a sci-fi movie on my laptop and grabbed a pillow. Scratchy liked it. I knew because my fingers weren't twisting up in pain or clenched in a fist. Instead, it looked like they were lightly playing an invisible instrument. Scratchy liked music. I inherited an old piano from my grandmother that he liked to play. It wasn't in the best of tune, but sometimes I let him have all of me at once just to keep him happy while he made a whirlwind of the keys. And he made good music, too. I recorded him every now and then, and we were both surprised at how good he was. I used to show my friends his music before Scratchy decided that I wasn't allowed to have any. The movie was over. <sighs> what did he want this time? I pulled out the paper and pens and asked him what he wanted now. When my hand stopped writing, I looked back. Annoyingly, he had just left a big scribble over my words in most of the page. I was too tired to ask him to clarify what he wanted, so I just let him have me. I dimly remember a scream and some sort of struggle. I woke up. My right hand had a deep cut in it from the copper wire resting in my left. Brandon was lying face up on the ground near me, his face sort of blue and not breathing. I sank down to the dirt and rested my back against the tree. My shoulders were tired from wrestling him, and I needed a bandage. I wiped a drop of sweat that was annoyingly hanging from my eyebrow. My heavy, animal-like breathing slowed to a regular pace as I poured from my water bottle to keep the cut clean. It stung and I nearly cried out. At least Scratchy remembered to bring the water bottle this time. Usually he forgot to take care of me when he took me on an errand. In my pack was a granola bar and an apple, along with a second water bottle and a receipt from the local hardware store for the wire with another man's name on it instead of my own. Digging further at the bottom of my pack, I found an unfamiliar wallet with a third man's name and a big scratch mark across the driver's license photo. Scratchy had been busy today. I played around with the leaves on the ground using my left hand. I satisfyingly crunched one, but the other leaves nearby were limp and wet. I coiled and stuffed the copper wire into my pocket. I stood up and walked back towards the path, wishing it weren't so late in the day. The leaves that were still left on the tree were vibrant this time of year. I liked the variation. Reds blended in with yellowed leaves in elaborate patterns. The sun was beginning to lower into the horizon, and I had to pick up my pace. I took a bite of the apple while Scratchy played his invisible piano keys. It took some time, but I made it out of the woods before sunset would make it too dark to find a clear path. I knew the area well, which made it easy to plan a good route back. Scratchy liked to go to new places when he took me around, so I learned early on how to read a map to find our way home. There was a gas station close by. I pulled the door open and walked in, aiming for a fridge with various cold drinks inside. I pulled out a Coke from the case and set it on the counter, reaching in my backpack for a few bills from the mysterious wallet in my pack to pay for it. Scratchy didn't like the cashier, angrily prodding my left thumb with the sharp tip of the wire to show this. I was pleasant, though, thanking her for the coke and dropping the change into a jar on the counter for other customers. I tried to keep Scratchy under wraps for a little while longer while I talked to the girl behind the counter. She was pretty, made me smile. Scratchy was irritated, though, pricking me several times more while I talked with her. I made an excuse to leave and sipped my coke in the parking lot behind the building. Scratchy could do what he wanted after I had my break.
Tonight's story was entitled Scratchy and was written by Christopher Adams. He can be reached at ChristopherDelanoy108 at yahoo.com. The tale can be found at reddit.com slash r slash nosleep. The music for this episode was downloaded under the Creative Commons license at freemusicarchive.org. The music for this episode was written by Westy Reflectory and Lee Rosevere, The Gateless Gate, Gel Sonic, Allison Air Cooper, and Smerkvaletnu Polnoch. Narration and production was done by Derek Penrod. Questions? Comments? Suggestions? Would you like your story, music, or artwork featured in another episode? Contact Yara at yarashaunt at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Yara's Haunt. Thank you for listening, and may your fear be sharpened.